Welcome to the 2B1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover His plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Welcome, and we're so glad you're here to spend a little more time with us to talk a little bit more about the epic and heroic journey of marriage. Hey, last week we spoke specifically about the epic and heroic journey through the wilderness with God. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast, we'd encourage you to do that because it'll give you a whole new perspective on your marriage and specifically the bigger picture that God has invited you into through marriage. Listen, you are epic and you are heroic. And of course, we know that truly Christ is the hero in this journey but you have been invited to join him in the journey and follow him. So, hey, let's kick this thing off with prayer. Lord, we just thank you for inviting us into this epic and heroic journey of marriage. And Lord, we just, uh, I just want you to um, continue to remind us that you are with us no matter where we are in this journey. And we thank you for that, Lord. We ask you to be with us throughout this podcast. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. And so last week we talked about one of the ways to describe a hero is that a hero is strong and courageous. And God reminded us in the book of Joshua as he was enlisting Joshua to lead the Israelites that he would that he would be strong and courageous. Or in essence, he was encouraging him to be a hero in what he was calling him to do. That is true for you as well. In this wilderness adventure, you are definitely in a journey. And remember, every tomorrow is a place that you've never been. Boy, that is so true. (laughs) (laughs) But God has promised that he'll be with you wherever you are and wherever you go. And he created you to be epic. And he expects you to be heroic. So here you are. In reality, this begs the question, where actually are you? And that's our topic for today. And it's a great question. Oh, it is such a good question. You know, whether or not you find yourself in a good place, heading in a good direction, or a not so good place and not heading where you want to go, the question that goes along with where are you is also how'd you get there? How did you get there? And so when we, when Sonny, you and I really started looking at this, we realized that we'd gotten where we were more by default really. That's right. Then by actually following a specific plan. And so taking a good look at where our marriage was made us realize that we didn't really have a plan we were following. Right. You know, we were just kind of going through the day-to-day things. You know, we looked back and we looked at, you know, well, we, we had made some good strides. We had four children. I mean, there were a lot of good things that were taking place in our relationship. But when we really started looking at the specifics of moving forward with each other, 
we began to realize that we, we hadn't really followed a plan. We hadn't established ways to measure the growth or progress of our relationship. And we weren't really being intentional about it. No. And but you know, really becoming aware where we are, it, it were it really helped us step back, and it made us take a good look at what the reality was that was going on in our relationship, and we really determined that we had arrived at a certain place, but it was kind of like we were walking around in a circle, we weren't really moving forward, we weren't really going backward, we were just going through the day to day motions of life, and I think though that once we realized that it really helped us to take on some different and healthier perspectives and some actions that helped change our trajectory and where we wanted to go. Yeah, so this didn't mean that from that time on, life went just as we wanted it to. (laughs) (laughs) And we were always headed in the right path or on the right direction. But because we adjusted our journey to align with God and with each other, this was a huge shift. Oh, it was absolutely huge. Yeah, so by investing in your marriage... And being more intentional about strengthening your relationship with each other and with God, you'll find out later just how much that has prepared you and strengthened you for the challenges of the journey yeah, yet know, to come. You really don't know what's ahead of you. Um, and and But when you have a relationship that is based on faith, it's kind of like you're wrapping yourselves into a cord of three with God. And, and it, it's... It's not easily broken, whatever might come your way, no matter what it is. But your faith binds you together with God and with each other into oneness. And it really does help prepare you for for the struggles and the trials and the things that you don't expect. The strength that you develop works on a lot of different things. Absolutely. So it also, I think it really helps you. Um, it makes it easier for you to recognize when you are drifting off onto different paths or you're not heading in the right direction. And, and it causes you to be able to assess much quicker and make adjustments to get back on track and back into oneness and being a unified team. So when you know when you're on track, you also can recognize when you're off track. Absolutely. So identifying where you are is huge. And it was huge for us in really... But it's going to help you make a healthy shift toward a better and stronger marriage, and it's going to and it's going to prompt you to take action, right? That's right. When you find out, well, we're not really where we want to be. It really makes you want to take action to head in a better direction. Yeah. So a couple of things to keep in mind when you are looking at where you are right now, you can determine where you are based on how far you've come or where you've come from, what's happened in the past. And for many, that may really allow you to have a sense of awe and a a renewed thankfulness for what God has already seen you through, what you're grateful for, and what God has already been doing in your marriage. Or perhaps you look back and you see yourself currently in maybe a declining phase rather than a growth phase, that things aren't going as well as you'd like. Perhaps you were like us, and we really hadn't established a plan for your relationship and you are just moving along by default, kind of in a circle or meandering around. Yeah, you know, assessing where you are is just as good for you if you're not in a good place or, or even more so because it's going to allow you to stop and assess some things that may need to be addressed to keep you from walking further and deeper into a place that's not where God wants you and it's not going to bring you into a healthier, more fulfilling marriage. So when you take the time to stop, 
just to look around, just to observe what is actually going on and where you are in your relationship, this can be such a huge turning point. And, it, and it's going to lead you to a fresh new look, a new path, a new perspective of where you're headed in your relationship. It's really a good place to be taking a look at where you are Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. So now you can also answer the question of where you are with a perspective of where you aren't yet which you could say is a perspective of looking toward the future. It can really be a, great for your marriage to take a look at the question where you do want your marriage to be over the next decade. Yeah, yeah you know, 10 years from now. Think about that. <laughs> I think about that with our 10-year-old granddaughter. Yeah. We'll be in college. Yeah. Her parents don't want to think about that. <laughs> looking at the next decade of life, can sometimes really help put some things into perspectives in regard to where you are now. Yeah, it really brings up some some questions to ask about, well, where are we going to be in 10 years? I mean, do you see yourself having more children during that time? Are your kids going to be transitioning into college by then? Are you going to be retiring? Are you going to be planning to live elsewhere? It can be a real eye-opener, and it causes you to lean into God's plan and purpose for you as you consider that upcoming time frame and the changes that can influence your relationship as well as where you're headed, as well as your trajectory, right? But I really think, for me, I I feel like you can get a better handle on where you are now based on where you aren't yet. And if you... If you even start considering the eternal perspective that's of huge. where you're ultimately headed, then that's going to play a huge part in shifting the perspective and the mindset of your marriage. That's right. So we're, if, we're just on earth for a short time. So short. Yeah. Sometimes it seems long, yeah. but it's not. <laughs> so it's really helpful to assess where you are in terms of your spiritual relationship with God your ability to walk in faith, and how both of the those affect your relationship with your spouse and your purpose together while we are here on this earth. So remember, God has invited you uh, and your marriage into this epic and heroic journey that's going to leave a lasting and eternal impact. There's a lot to assess, but when you are focusing on where you are, it's really healthy to focus first on where you are in your relationship with God and with yourself and with your spouse. So you're looking at oneness here. And if you are on the path that is aligned with God and that leads you to finish strong in a marriage that wins. Together, right? Together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so if you are considering a marriage aligned with God, consider where you may be in regard to these questions, here's a few good questions to, to kind of consider, especially when you're thinking, are we aligned with God and what he wants us to do? Are you living out your marriage through faith? Are you applying spiritual practices like reading God's word, praying together, asking forgiveness, resolving conflict, and encouraging each other in the trials of life? Are you living out a marriage that's on purpose and is a unified team and answering a call to contribute? You know, these are great questions. So good. That can lead to answers and actions that will bring you closer and back on the right path with each other. You know, perhaps you've wandered from God's path and direction, chosen to live out your marriage by default instead of by God's divine. That, kind that, of like that's, us. that's where we were at. We really didn't realize it. We weren't 
doing it on purpose, but because we weren't on purpose, we weren't living out the plan that God has for us. So it's easy to end up patterning your marriage based on a worldview rather than God's view. Because, you know, let's face it, you are bombarded with distractions and disruptions that throw you off course. And this is true for all of us. us, And God knows that. God knows what we're up against here. But he wants to steer us back on track. You know, it takes courage to kick your pride to the curb and allow God to reveal your weaknesses or maybe some things that, that have brought you to the place where you're not supposed to be. But when you do that, you can expect him to lead you the right way. He's always going to want to bring you back onto the right path. That's uh, so, so true. And for your benefit. For our benefit. Yeah. Yeah. It took us 12 years before we really <laughs> yeah. took a good look at our marriage. So we were... Uh, where we were and where we were headed, and we realized we we weren't on the the path that God wanted us to be, but it allowed us to get excited about living out our marriage God's way. We finally started getting out of our own way. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great when you get that wake up call to open your eyes and your hearts to where you are in your relationship. And where you want to be. Yeah, you know, I really love the sort of wilderness analogies. And so I want you all to think about your a wilderness analogy for a minute here. You know, some of you may have just started the journey together and others of you have been on the journey for, you know, quite a while now. You know, maybe you started out the journey together, but then somewhere along the way you started heading in a slightly different direction. And now you're finding yourselves on totally different paths. And it looks like you may not even end up in the same place at the same time. And so we don't want that to happen to you. God doesn't want that to happen to you. So we want to be a voice to speak the possibility of hope and life into your situation, no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourselves in your marriage relationship right now. That's right. You could have a sense that your past is following you no matter how hard you try to move forward. Please know that God is in pursuit of you, and he will never give up on you or your situation. So stopping your journey for a moment in order to identify where you are and how you got there is perhaps one of the most powerful and heroic action steps that will lead to greatness. And this is for each of you, whether finding yourself in a great place in the journey or a difficult one. Yeah, you know, here are some other great questions to consider. If your ultimate desire in the journey is to have a godly marriage that wins, are you finding your marriage aligning with God and in agreement with his plan for you? Yeah, are you on the right path? And what even is the right path? (laughs) True. (laughs) Did you turn left and she turned right at some point? And are you finding yourselves headed in separate directions? Yeah, what are your current surroundings affecting your marriage? I mean, if you were to describe your current wilderness, how would you? And and I love this because I feel like it's a way that we can communicate with each other through an expression of of like... Word uh, pictures. Uh, yes, and, right. Word yeah. pictures. Just, just saying, you know, I feel like we're in a dark valley or, man, we're on a beautiful mountaintop right now or we're in a... A peaceful stream, a or raging we're, river, or rough we're in terrain. a raging fire. Yeah, <laughs> or we're on an uphill climb, a a wide plateau. Yeah, we were kind of on a plateau. Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> um, a steady path or separate paths, but using these analogies and descriptions, I really feel like it gives a great way to discuss this with your spouse 
without pointing fingers and blaming. It's just a it's just a way that you can describe the condition of your heart at this point in time. Sure. And so here's another one. Are you know, are you stopping the journey regularly for rest and recovery? Do you know God's unique purpose for you and your marriage? Are you in need of restoration and stopping to refresh for supplies and equipping to prepare for the next leg of the journey? Yeah, you know, perhaps you've been climbing uphill for a long time and you just need some oxygen to breathe life into your relationship. Man, God wants to do that for you. He wants to be the breath of life for you. He wants to, you know, to be that that breath that blows on the fire to ignite the flame again. And and maybe that 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 ignite or that that oxygen is going to come from the wisdom and encouragement of wise counsel. That's so important. It's super important. It's always benefited us. Yeah. And so the other thing is are you stopping along the way to to celebrate your wins and the achievements that you've made thus far? You know, thanking God for all he's done in your lives. I mean, I think that's really important and something that we can in our marriage look past and not really stop and be grateful for all the positive things that have occurred in our relationship. Exactly. So making stops in the wilderness, knowing where you are, signaling for help when needed, and asking for directions from those that have been where you're headed can be exactly what you need to do to head the right way in the right way. You know, God has some great adventures in store for you and he wants you on the right path for those great adventures. So he's going to guide you back to that. Yeah. So let's look at some examples. In uh, in Luke 15, we've got several parables and these are just really awesome. So we've got the parable of the lost sheep. So now the tax collector and the sinners were all drawing near to him and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbling, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. And so Jesus started to tell them a story, a parable. And he told them about the man, the the shepherd, that when a shepherd loses a sheep, he leaves the one that are the ones that are safe and he goes to search for that one that is lost. And when he's found that one, he brings that one back and he's rejoicing. And he calls together his friends and his neighbors and he says, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. And so just just, just like this, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous who need no repentance. You know, I love the celebration. Mm-hmm. The celebration when the lost are found. Right. And so we go into the parable of the lost coin again. Something's lost. Right. And it has to be searched for. So here's the parable. Or what woman having 10 silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Again, there's celebration, but there's a lot of intention going on in looking for what has been lost. That's right. And so now we go into the parable of the prodigal son. And he said, there was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, 
Give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. So many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey far into the country or to a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. So he takes a journey headed down the wrong path and he ends up spending everything. He ends up having to hire himself out to feed the pigs, and he even longs for what they are eating. Things changed. I'm telling you. (laughs) But then he came to himself and he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I love that part when he says, but when he came to himself, it's almost like he... He comes to a place of awareness. He's doing some assessing. Yes, he's assessing, just like we're talking about. That's right. He's realizing where he is and what's happening. But then what happens next? I will arise and go. There's action Mm -hmm. that takes place because of the awareness. Yes, some focused action. Yeah, that's really cool. And so the, the parable continues. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost as in found and is found. And they began to celebrate. It is so cool because sometimes when we assess where we are in the wilderness, there is a humbling that takes place. Mm-hmm. There is humility in finding ourselves maybe in a place that we're not supposed to be. And having but, to change direction. Yes, but to take it to the Father. And what does he do? He embraces us. He celebrates it. So God wants to put you on that right path. And he's not going to guilt and shame you. That is not of God. But he wants to embrace you and celebrate you in the direction now that you're going to be heading. He's always looking for us to turn towards him. Absolutely. So cool. So in each of these examples, there becomes a new level of awareness, an assessment, a realization of loss, an effort of searching to regain what was lost, forgiveness and humility and finding what was lost and then again rejoicing and celebrating with others. Becoming aware of where you are and perhaps of what has been lost is really required in order to identify it and then begin searching for it in order to find it again. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is your relationship with God that you have lost it, that you haven't been attending to it, that you haven't been giving it time and affection. And so, but this is going to create action to get you back on the path with God and celebrate the value of who you are and how valuable your marriage is, not only to you, but to God and others that are going to celebrate with you. So we are so excited for what God is going to be revealing to you. It's a great time of year to take a look at where you are in your relationship with God and with each other and finding your way back to the Father will be a great time of celebration and rejoicing as he leads you onto his path and plan for your marriage. Mm -hmm. We have a wilderness assessment form that will help you discuss some things together. So if you go to 2b1life.com forward slash wilderness, 
you can get this free assessment form that we hope will help you have some discussions together about where you are right now. Yeah, and we've also, I'm super excited about this, we've also got a free challenge coming up in January. It's our 2B1 Life Marriage Reset Challenge a quest for marriage R and R, and and man, it's it's so exciting because it's gonna it's gonna challenge you to choose to escape the hustle culture, and give your most important relationships your time, attention, and affection, so that you can reset and restore the condition of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, your greatest relationship priorities and your God-given imagination. Oh man, that's going to be amazing. So listen, journey along with us and you will experience restoration and deeper relationships with a new vision to see beyond your current circumstances into a faith vision that God has for you and your marriage. Imagine your marriage as God sees it what it can be. Yes, you know, your marriage matters for more than just you. You've been invited into an epic and heroic journey while you're here on this earth, and you are going to leave a legacy with eternal impact. So God longs for you to envision the future he has for you. He has created you with a powerful imagination, with curiosity and a, and faith in order to accomplish this. That's right. He understands the challenges we are up against, and he wants us to reset and be restored through him. So register for our free challenge at 2b1life.net forward slash challenge. We'd love to pray for you and turn our hearts to the Father who is always in pursuit of us and rejoicing when we return to him. As we have been celebrating this season of Christ's birth, we are grateful for the hope, peace, joy, and love that his birth brought back to each of us and into whatever place he may find yourselves right now. Yeah, God has great plans for you. And so we're going to close this out in prayer. Absolutely. Right. Father God, we just thank you so much for your guidance and direction in our lives. We we thank you that we can come to you, that, that you will reveal things to us that we may not even be aware of. But God, we also want to be reminded of all that we're so grateful for, for what you've already done in our relationship, for the things you've already brought us through. So Lord, help us to, to take a good assessment of where we are so that we can position our marriage into a winning marriage, a successful marriage, a marriage that finishes strong and on purpose with you and in alignment with you. And so, Lord, we're so grateful for your guidance and direction, and we just thank you and we praise you for all that you're doing in our lives right now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything, just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.